0: When you get into that practice of practicing gratitude, where you're writing down what you're grateful for, even with your monthly email, where you're noticing things, what happens is that your brain starts to look for more good in your life all the time. I have goosebumps right now because when I started practicing gratitude, it saved my emotional life.
1: You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. We're proud to present Courageous Conversations, a podcast series focusing on the tough decisions people have made to put themselves on a pathway to success. This episode is brought to you by Connect Now, who makes the business of moving easier for both you and your clients. For more information, visit connectnow.com.au. Please welcome your host, Leanne Pilkington.
2: Hey, everyone, Leanne Pilkington for the latest episode of Courageous Conversations. And with me coming all the way from South Dakota in the US is Rebecca Wiener-McGregor. Hey, Rebecca, lovely to see you.
0: Hey, Leanne, lovely to see you.
2: And so your business is called Whole Life Happy. Um, What does that mean? What do you do?
0: Well, it means that I help the whole person. That's part of what I do. I help the whole person be the best version of themselves so that every area of their life that they're impacting is shifted because we are the common denominator of our whole life. So if one area is out of sync, everything else kind of falls out of sync. And when we work on ourselves and we shift our energy, we shift our emotions, we shift our beliefs then everything else shifts along with us.
2: Yeah. I've always been curious about people that are working on themselves, um, because I don't <laughs> really know what kind of work. I mean, I might be, um, um, I might be just really unself-aware. Actually, I heard a statistic the other day that just fascinates me, and it said that ninety-five percent of people think they're self-aware, but only ten to fifteen percent of people are. Ooh,
0: that's Isn't pretty that juicy.
2: And so, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's quite random and off on a tangent. I don't know what that means for me personally, right? Because I'm one of the 95%. I think I'm self-aware, but maybe I don't have a clue. Um, And so when you've got to um, help somebody working on them, help somebody kind of get started on that journey, how do you do that?
0: Well, part of my work for the last 18 years has been to help people really heal traumatic experiences from their life. Okay. Yeah, because anything that happens in our life starts to create, it creates a file, and in that file is a certain set of beliefs, certain physical, emotional uh, responses, and mental responses as well, and then the next time we're in a similar situation because our brain and our ego finds safety in the similar, it will use old files as a recipe or reference of how to respond in the current moment. Mm-hmm. So right. by healing those old experiences, the even not old necessarily, but experiences from the past, then we can add confidence, self-acceptance, forgiveness, peacefulness, yep. the less we can really glean the lesson from the experience and bring that into the present moment.
2: Say I have had um, a really traumatic experience in the past. Is it, how, do you, how do you then initially go about helping, helping someone heal?
0: Well, I use a few different modalities. One of them is hypnosis, another one is EFT, emotional freedom technique or tapping. Um, Oh, yeah. I've got a
2: friend who does the tapping. It's yeah. So for people who don't know what tapping is, can you explain it a little bit?
0: It is a tapping is a way of being a way of operating that you can actually calm your amygdala, which is that part of your brain that wants to go into fight, flight, or fun, or freeze even, and helps calm your actual brain so that you can have some space between your thoughts. It also is based um, in the like acupuncture meridians, so you can move the energy through your body, and the actual process of doing EFT or the tapping helps put you in a slightly altered state, so you shift your concentration. And you really pay attention to what's happening in your body and in your mind during that process. It's also a beautiful way to start really working on your self-awareness. So you can pay attention to the physical responses of your body during certain emotions and memories. And then um, that process actually helps to calm your brain, slow down your breathing, give you some space between your thoughts where you can find peace self-acceptance and forgiveness. Okay. Yeah. And then solutions come in those spaces as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and so one of the things that's really important for you um, in your, in, in your work is helping people release judgment. Yeah. Right. Can you talk to me a little bit about what that means and how, how, yeah. How do people, what are people's, what, yeah. What do, how do people judge themselves Oh,
0: we're judging ourselves most of the time, all the time, right? Yeah. So our emotions come from one of two places. And along with that, our thoughts come from one of two places, either fear or love. So we're either operating from a state of love where we're in acceptance, compassion, respect, openness, abundance, etc., gratitude, or we are in a state of f- fear, limiting beliefs, judgment. And when we're in judgment... We are in a state of resistance, and resistance is like building a wall. Like, uh, you might w- build a wall to block out the rain, but that same wall also, right? That same wall will also block out sunshine. That is what the root of resistance is, uh, and judgment is goes hand in hand with resistance because judgment will say, I can't do this. I'm not qualified to do this. There's no way in hell this is going to happen. Um, they, they don't trust me. I don't trust them. I don't like the way they look. They don't like the way I look. I'm not good enough. All those kinds of things that spiral out of that are judgments.
2: Yeah. I, um, I actually am delivering a keynote address next week on, um, is it time to rewrite the story that you're telling yourself? Yes. Um, because I've gone through a lot of change, as a lot of the audience would be aware, um, uh, in my career recently. And I had lots of reasons why I couldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. Um, I wasn't capable of doing it. And it was that voice in my head, right, all of the time. And one of the techniques I use, tell me if I'm mad or not, but I actually talk to myself in the third person and just go, okay. Oh, come on, Leanne, you know you can do this. Do you know what I mean? Is that a useful thing? Is that that's something that other people do or am I just like
0: losing the plot? Well, I don't I don't think you're losing it. So that really is a method of reframing and ref, ref, reframing is a really wonderful technique to be able to give yourself that on the spot coaching is pretty powerful. So be able to, I mean, I think that's kind of the, um, the way that we want to evolve is to be able to, to notice our junk when it comes up. And then to coach ourselves in the moment and to really get in mastery about that. So helping ourselves to reframe, not just, you know, um, judge or say, oh, you're having a horrible thought, but what can I do with this thought? How can I shift it to give me a better set of beliefs that will, and by better, I mean, a belief that will move me in the direction of my goal or my vision, rather than a belief that will take me further away from it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. I found, um, so I've just recently, or not or re- last year, bought, um, bought the business that I've been running for, for quite some time and it meant that I was required to do all of the um, financial stuff. You know, I'm more yes. of a big picture, ideas, um, you know, people sort of person. So all the financial stuff and all of the asset forms and all of that sort of stuff, I kept on saying, oh, I'm so bad at this stuff. Oh, God, right. I hate this stuff. I'm so bad at it. And I started to give myself anxiety around that yep. thought pattern, right? I started losing sleep. And ultimately, when I just gave myself an attitude adjustment, like, you know, <laughs> um, I, I I can do it. Right. But, but I really found myself almost paralyzed. Is that yep. what that's you that say? Yeah, that's that part of your, your brain. Boss? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that part of your brain that says, I can't do this, so I'm just going to freeze. I'm Release. going to be paralysed. Yeah. yeah.
2: We probably should have had this conversation last year. You might have saved me a few seconds, <laughs> tonight, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> and so if we've got, I mean, I know we're going to have people um, watching us that have this whole, you know, the voice in, listen to a podcast and it was entitled the voice in my head is an Asshole." Um, yeah, mine is not. Um, however, it's not very supportive often. Mm. And so what would be some techniques that people could use to reframe that?
0: So part of it is to notice, am I judging myself right now? Right. Am I operating from a state of fear or am I operating from a state of love? And if I, and this first really requires that you have a belief that love will get you further than fear. So And when you you say love,
2: what mm -hmm. does that mean? Because I think we all think about romantic love, right?
0: Right, right. I'm talking about those emotions that are rooted in a place of love, self-trust, self-acceptance, faith, uh, spirituality, the things that really help expand our world. The things I mentioned earlier, that joy, abundance, gratitude, appreciation, those kind of things.
2: And so gratitude is an interesting conversation. I had a team member who um, we instigated um, a weekly gratitude email and, and she would express gratitude to everybody in the team. And it, we all took it in turns over a month. There's only five of us that would do it. Um, and, um, and some people in the team all loved it and other te- people in the team just like, oh, really?
1: Mm.
2: Um, sure. Do you find that? some people are really into the gratitude and the gratitude journal and other people are just like, Oh, please get out of yourself.
0: I think a, a lot of times what happens is we discount things that are really simple. And when we hear them over again, over and over again, and we hear things like have an attitude of gratitude, like those sweet little platitudes are used over and over again. So we, they lose their, um, they lose their spark. They lose their energy. Gratitude is the healthiest emotion that you can feel. Okay. Yeah, like it's the highest vibration emotion if we're looking at emotions on a vibrational scale. So it's really simple. And also when we, us humans love t- to have things really complicated. So we don't think there's a lot of power in giving thanks or thinking about what we're grateful yeah. for or even going deep in the gratitude. So we'll push it off. Oh, it doesn't mean anything it's you know it's kind of a pain in the butt oh, I don't do it.
2: Who, it doesn't yeah, it's just really do exactly anything.
0: exactly and the people I work with you know every, I think everybody kind of comes to the table with oh yeah I've heard it I'm grateful I say thank you blah 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 but <laughs> yeah, exactly when you get into that practice of practicing gratitude where you're writing down what you're grateful for you' even with your monthly email where you're noticing things what happens is that your brain starts to look for more good in your life. All the time. I have goosebumps right now because when I started practicing gratitude, it saved my emotional life. And it's I think got that's me
2: absolutely the key that people don't realize. It's very easy to discount that as, oh, God, that's such a cliche. Yeah, I've heard it all before. Yes, But that's exactly what happens because I had a period in my life where things were extremely difficult, and every morning mm-hmm. – I had to go, okay, what am I grateful for today? And right. um, and literally like, yeah, I really had to formalize it, if you will. And and that's what it does. It makes your brain look for those good things rather than just yes. focused on the the you know the the mud that you're
0: stuck in. Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever we choose to focus on is what we're going to magnetize during the day because of our brain loves to look for things that match and make us right. So if yeah. we're looking for ways to be offended. If we want to be ticked off during the day, if we want to see that everybody's a crook, that money's the root of all evil, you know, if we want to see that we're going to get evidence of it all day, every day. So true. And if we're looking for ways to feel grateful, looking for ways to feel more abundant, more prosperous, more open, more connected, yeah. all of those things come from the same place. Then gratitude is the way to go. It's so easy so simple do it yeah, and discount right. it you're right we <laughs> like, have um, a lot of
2: conversations about above and below the line conversations in our business so yeah you know below the line conversations are blame denial um, excuses yes. right and above the line conversations are ownership and um accountability and responsibility and all of those kind of things and it's really interesting when you, it's okay, we all have the, you know, we all have the below the line conversation moments. Yeah. But then it's really important to say to somebody, okay, let's bring this back above the line. What could you have changed? What can you accept responsibility for? How do we move forward from this rather than just, some people just like to wallow, don't they?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we get really comfortable in the suffering. We like to luxuriate around in it. It makes us feel,
2: you know, like, um, is it almost a, um, an identity that somebody kind of relates to? Absolutely. Yeah. If, you're, if your
0: childhood was about learning victimhood from your parents, and this is not even judging your parents, but just acknowledging that their attitude was one of, I can't get ahead. Everybody always takes something from me. Or, you know, one of the people in, in your, um, one of your parents, maybe, for example, was harder on the other one. the other one had to take up um, you know take care of the kids, the other one was kind of absent. There can be an imbalance of responsibility in the self which c- puts us into that victim and blaming place. Yeah. And then we learn we hear those words over and over. It's unconscious lessons that we are being taught and unconscious les- lessons that we're learning that it's easier to not take responsibility it does it doesn't feel good in fact it's very uncomfortable but it's the comfort it's the discomfort that we already know so it's easier to stay there
2: so i mean it goes back to that self awareness thing as well right um, i yes. think you've got to notice yourself as you said you've got to notice yourself in the behavior because you might think oh this is this doesn't relate to me but i think right. a lot of people will be really surprised um, and so is the, is that is that the first step just to notice what what you're doing in the thought patterns is that the first step
0: for people absolutely and you can do this in a very simple way and once again this might sound like too simple of a thing to do but set some alarms on your phone for once an hour for a day and just write in there how am I feeling yeah okay and check in with yourself how am I feeling right now what am I thinking about what have I been thinking about for the last hour what kind of thoughts am I having and start to notice your thought patterns. And if they are from a place of love and abundance, that's really exciting, right? Right. And if they're a place where I can't get ahead, somebody else is controlling me. I can't take responsibility for this. I'm scared to take responsibility for this. um, You know, someone's out to get me or life is really hard and I can't get ahead because of who I am or where I came from or whatever, then you know you're in a lot of self-judgment you could, you'll either, you'll tell you'll be able to tell very quickly by the quality of thoughts that you have yeah right and that's that's the key to starting to build that self-awareness the thoughts and how you feel in your body because then the more that you pay attention to what you're feeling in your body if you have that little catch when you're trying to breathe deeply that may be a sign that you're in a little bit of nervousness or anxiety or a little bit of victim or blaming mode if you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders, and have tension on your shoulders, you might be in that martyr that martyr place where I have to do everything because I have to be the hero, and nobody else can How do anything right.
2: Nobody else. It's all about me. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I mean, we all feel that from time to time, but it's just when you get stuck in it, right? When you start to wallow. Right. Paul McGee is a speaker from the UK, and he talks about hippo time. Um, and he says, you know, it's okay to wallow, but give yourself a, give yourself a time frame. It's yes. like, okay, I'm going to wallow for the next five minutes. I'm going to really be miserable. But then it's like, okay, what have I got to do to then move forward?
0: That might be the key to, to why people don't like gratitude, because some people will bypass actual feelings thinking, oh, I've just got to switch myself into gratitude. And when you just switch yourself into gratitude without allowing yourself to feel the feelings or wallow a little bit, you're not validating your feelings. You're bypassing them, and that starts to feel really cruddy. Like you, you tell someone that you ha- are having a bad day, things are rough, and your friend says to you, "Oh, well, just think about what you're grateful for." They're totally invalidating your story and bypassing your feelings, right? So if you can, if you are in that state of, I'm having a rough day. How much longer do I want to let this go on? Can I let myself feel these feelings? And then when I'm ready to move forward, okay, now I'm going to look at what I'm grateful for. I'm going to pull myself up. and I'm going to look at what I'm grateful for. I'm going to show myself that I have opportunities to feel better today. But we have to, that validating your feelings, honoring your feelings is really crucial. Because I think that's why a lot of people get in that yucky state about, mindset or shifts or gratitude because they haven't given themselves a chance to wallow.
2: Such great advice. I'm so glad we've had the opportunity to chat. If people want to know more about what you do, where, they, where can they find you, Rebecca? Really easily, RebeccaWiener.com
0: connects to all the things and you can reach out for a call with me there if you want to learn more.
2: Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much for being part of this, um, this really interesting episode. I so appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Courageous Conversations with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agency's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.